You are tuning in to the Seed Chat with Tristan, a Christian community designed for the youth, by the youth. Join us in discussing the truths and debunking the myths. Let's grow closer to Christ together. What's up, my brothers and sisters? It is your host, Tristan Guillaume, and you are listening to the Sea Chat with Tristan. Thank you for your patience and loyalty to this podcast, and I pray that these episodes bring clarity into your life and help you connect with God on a deeper level. The past months have been very busy, but we are back to a set schedule of one episode per month. I will try to continue sharing content that is meant to grow your faith on the Instagram at Sea Chat with Tristan, so give it a follow. This will also be a great way for you to stay updated on the podcast. As always, don't forget to share and subscribe. And let's get started. I haven't done this in so long, it's quite fun to actually get back to it. The message today is coming from Joshua 6, and it covers the story of Jericho. Before I dive into the text, I believe it's only proper to give a little background onto what is happening here. The book of Joshua starts at the death of Moses, while the Israelites were in the desert. They had been wandering the desert for 40 years, because when approaching the promised land, the Israelite spies gave a bad report about overtaking the cities, and the bad reports caused the Israelites to doubt the Lord and His guidance in their life. Therefore, the Lord declared that not one person in that generation would see the promised land. So now that the last generation has passed, Joshua becomes leader, signifying a new generation in which God would continue to write His story with. So where we pick up, is the first attack on a city in the promised land, Jericho. But all the previous Israelites, who witnessed God's plagues and power that delivered the Israelites from Egypt, are all gone. And to be honest, I believe this story has a lot more parallels with us than we might believe. First, we are entering into a new land. Many of us dreamed of this moment in our lives since watching Pitch Perfect or Monsters University, a time in which we would experience freedom and wonder, Likewise, the Israelites have dreamt of their new destination, freedom from the sins of their ancestors, as mentioned before, and a hope in a land that is filled with milk and honey. We both are trying to ready ourselves for a new life, create the foundation as we try to fill the shoes of the past, left by our parents and other spiritual leaders. And we both have heard of stories of how God has been faithful, and maybe even saw part of it, but now we must learn to let that truth lead our lives, to trust in God's appointment. To be candid, it's not even a month into college, and I've already prayed for God to lead me through this season more than I can count, asking Him to pave a way through the journey ahead, pass all the exams and all the homework assignments. And I believe this story tells us that He does. Joshua 6, 1-5 Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred, because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with the king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all armed men. Do this for six days. Have priests carry trumpets of ram horn in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times, with the priest blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a loud blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse, and the army will go up, everyone straight in. I couldn't tell you how many times I've heard that recently. I have delivered Jericho into your hands. Okay, not directly from God, but through people he has put in my life. 
God will see you through graduating college. God has already set aside friends for you that will last a lifetime. And God will be there to help you adjust your schedule. But when do we start to believe in what God has spoken over our lives? So Joshua, son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and have seven priests carry trumpets in front of it. Okay, so I just want to interrupt for a quick moment. The Ark of the Covenant was the place in which God dwelt among his people, signaling he has chosen them to be his people, and also acting as a form of guidance through passage. This Ark of God is so important because it was the first time since Adam and Eve in which God finally dwelt among his people again. It was the most holy item in Israel. So holy that only a select few people could touch it, and they could only touch it on the right occasions and at the right times. I'm going to continue. He ordered the army, advance, march around the city with armed guard going ahead of the ark of the Lord. Then Joshua had spoken to the people. The seven priests carrying the seven trumpets before the Lord went forward, blowing the trumpets, and the ark of the covenant followed them. The armed guard marched ahead of the priests who blew the trumpets and the rear guard followed the ark. All this time, the trumpets were sounding. But Joshua had commanded the army, Do not give a war cry. Do not raise your voice. Do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout. Then shout. So he had the ark of the Lord carried around the city, circling it once. Then the army returned to the camp and spent the night there. I could imagine it felt foolish. Thousands of soldiers circling the city, and nothing seemed to be happening. A new group of young followers being obedient, not understanding what is happening. Feeling as if their way is pointless. Weak. I bet they were even tempted to follow the world's example and siege right away. Just like how some of you feel right now. You have been keeping to the ways of the Lord, yet you feel like what you're doing is pointless. You're not seeing any fruit. And everyone on the inside of the walls is laughing at you, participating in the things of the world, while you walk faithfully to the Lord. I'm not sure who needs to hear this, but continue to walk with the Lord in obedience as you sow circles of faith into your life. Because while sowing into your flesh leads to death, sowing into God leads to life. Joshua got up early the next morning, and the priest took the ark of the Lord. The seven priests carrying the seven trumpets went forward, marching the Ark of the Lord and blowing the trumpets. The armed men went ahead of them, and the rear guard followed the Ark of the Lord, while the trumpets kept sounding. So, on the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to camp. They did this for six days. On the seventh day, they got up at daybreak and marched around the city seven times in the same manner. Except, on that day, they circled the city seven times. The seventh time around, when the priest sounded the trumpet blast, Joshua commanded the army, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. The city and all that is in it is to be devoted to the Lord. And now I'm going to jump to verse 20. When the trumpet sounded, the army shouted. And at the sound of the trumpet, when the men gave a loud shout, the walls collapsed. So everyone charged straight in and they took the city. They devoted the city to the Lord and destroyed with a sword every living thing in it. Man, I love this passage, because I think it shows the true strength of a believer. We know one of the devil's favorite moves is to speak lies into our lives. 
The difference is the shouts of the enemy have no effect on us, as our foundation is built on something stronger. Not the stone or iron of the world, but Christ. He is our firm foundation. Only the praise and power of God can break down the walls and obstacles in your life. While others are left stranded and vulnerable to the attacks of the enemy, we know we are safe in Christ. And all who believe in him can receive this peace. The scene at Jericho is crazy to say the least. The absurdity was a necessity. So that the Israelites might learn to take new measures of things and to expect success. Not from their own power or skills, but merely from God's appointment. The plan was also meant to bring glory to God. Only a holy God could do something so powerful. He purposely refrained from having any of the men touch the walls so that they could all see that it was through his power in which it was done. The story of Jericho, the one passed through generations, the one we read today, was done to become a testament to the new Israelite generation. God desires and is doing the same thing in your life, bringing glory to his name so that you and generations to come can have a testament of his faith. Will you allow God to do so? And if so, why wait to praise him then? Why not praise him before the trumpets, before the walls in front of you come crumbling down? Praise God in the valley, on the mountain, in front of a giant, and in front of a fortress. Because God will get the glory he deserves. And as Christians, we get to participate in his story. Let me close this out in prayer. Lord, I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for who you are and what you do. Lord, I'm so grateful that you decided that you want to participate in our life and see us through our challenges and lead us to victory, Lord. Lord, may we rest in a blessed assurance that your will will be done. And that no matter whatever obstacles or challenges we face, Lord, you will pave a way through them. Lord, we pray that when we get weak and tired, you come there and you aid us in our journey. Lord, thank you for being the God who comes down the mountain to help us up. And in your name, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sea Chat with Tristan. I hope you're able to receive what was spoken today and that God can continue to strengthen you in your journey. If you were touched by today's episode or believe it could benefit a friend, please share on any social platform. Don't be afraid to reach out to us regarding any questions at Tristan Guillaume on Instagram or email at TristanGuillaume16 at Yahoo.com. Hope to see you next time and have a blessed week.